0: All right, and Scott Ritchie's many years on the basketball beat. Sunday night ranks where? Has to
1: be near the top. I mean, I've never seen Illinois win a Big Ten title.
0: It was a wild, bonkers-like scene at State Farm Center. Scott Ritchie will tell us all about it. He'll tell you how uh, he voted for his All-Big Ten team and whether Kofi's going to be Player of the Year. I don't know. Uh, Come back. Inside Line Basketball after these messages
2: Hi I'm Paul Rudy CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's on the Money Radio show Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly
0: reacting to current events If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management You'll be happy you did Rudy Wealth Management Central Illinois' Retirement Specialist, 356-1400.
2: DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook is officially live with mobile sports betting right here in the Lincoln State. To celebrate Illinois going mobile, new customers can bet just $5 on any team of your choice and get $200 in free bets instantly. It's that simple. Sign up in front of the Bean, sitting on your couch or grandma's couch, anywhere. As long as you live in Illinois, you can sign up right from the palm of your hand and get free bets instantly. Head to the DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook app now to check out all the great promotions and features, including same-game parlays. It's safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook app now, use promo code FIGHTING, bet just $5 on any team of your choice, and get $200 in free bets instantly. It's that simple with promo code FIGHTING this week at DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook. Must be 21 and over. Illinois residents only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: Oh, good Monday morning, everyone. A really good Monday morning. It's Big Ten Championship Monday morning. Is that right, Scott Ritchie? Yeah, for the first time and. 17 years. Dang, 17 years. 2005 was the last time, and as we've discussed, that was kind of a fake celebration. They had won the uh, the title earlier, uh, much earlier, so they waited until the final against Purdue, I think it was, to cut down the nets. Uh, nonetheless, not as exuberant as yesterday, certainly, Scott. That was a wild, wild scene.
1: Yeah, and mostly I'm just thankful that the, the Orange Crush, who's obviously behind me, that they... Went around both the press row and the scores table to rush the court and not, you know, over us. Smart kids, um, it, I think, yeah. uh, but is that too kind of a wild scene? Because um, there are a number of chairs in the crush section that can never be used for their original purpose again. Just there, it was in, the place was in tatters, um, and just was stuck with me for whatever reason. As mostly because um, I saw it happen. It was just the number of students that lost their shoes somehow yeah. in the court storming there's just there's individual shoes like stra- scattered all over the place i don't know if like they got stepped on you know you know when someone steps in the back of your heel and you lose your shoe or whatever but um it just i don't know that was an image that i couldn't like get out of my mind it was like how does this happen so many times but uh wild scene uh, at state farm center and you know illinois players the fans Probably have some thank you notes to write today. You know, one to Nebraska for making it all possible by beating Wisconsin. I mean, and the Cornhuskers were a 12 and a half point underdog heading into that game, I believe, and, you know, managed to win. And if they don't, then last night doesn't happen. But then also maybe a thank you note to the Murray brothers um, and their inability to make free throws because. Um, Obviously, Illinois did what it had to do to, to win that game, but Iowa, you know, lost it as well. I mean, they are 10-22 from the free-throw line, and that played a huge role down the stretch because Illinois wasn't making shots, but Iowa wasn't making its free throws.
0: All right, that's Scott Ritchie, our beat writer. He was on the scene. Hope you enjoyed our coverage uh, starting the second the game ended last night, and we'll continue all the way to Indianapolis. Uh, Ed Bond helped out as well. Couple things everybody should know about uh, now at newsgazette dot com there's a, a front page poster that' we're, uh, that's for sale that would look great on your uh your living room wall just like last year when they won the big Ten tournament. This one uh, shows and Robin Shoals, our photo editor uh, on the disabled list was there for the shot. Trent Frazier dribbling the ball out toward her. She somehow got it before the mob uh hit the floor uh, great stuff there's also a, a video. At newsgazette.com. thirteen minutes. Probably not long enough. What do you think? By Anthony Zillis. Uh incredible stuff. Thank you to Rick Ridings for sponsoring that as well. So a lot to chew on. Uh and the good part, Scott Ritchie, is there's time to chew on it because they don't play till Friday.
1: Yeah, and here's the I mean, the best part of last night's win, you know, by beating Iowa, getting you know, a share of the Big Ten title and because Illinois it, it won against Wisconsin in the only game they played. They're the number one seed in the Big Ten tournament. And that game starts at 10:30 a.m. Central Time on Friday. I couldn't be more thrilled.
0: No one cares about what we do, though. Uh, that's uh, the gist. The fans probably would like it on Friday night, right? You get the mood set, but uh, this
1: gives them no. This gives them the opportunity to skip work, call into work, be like, <laughs> uh, "I think I'm
0: coming down with something," and then go to Indianapolis. Yeah, it should be a fun weekend. Uh, they'll play the winner of Indiana, Michigan. I'm Jim Rosso, by the way, which I've, I've given up the mantle. It's uh, I used to. Uh, Introduce this podcast by saying, "I covered it when Illinois was really good, not as good, I would maybe say, as this current run. The one thing missing, of course, NCAA tournament run, right? And uh, we'll hear about that as the weeks progress." Yeah,
1: um, you still might have the title because you know that early two thousands was. I mean, they won two Big Ten titles in a row, Mm -hmm. and they made an Elite Eight. Uh, This team still has some work to do.
0: But they're in position sure, are. to do it. Hey, great to see Frank Williams speaking on those old teams. Uh, showed up for a DeMonte's senior night. Let's start with that, Scott Ritchie. Uh, kind of a neat ceremony, right, with Trent Frazier, DeMonte Williams, um, Plummer, J- Anderson. Kofi. Kofi. You wrote about it, right? He doesn't know. But why not go through the ceremony, as Bob Osmussen pointed out in his buzzer beaters? What's there to
1: uh, lose? No, that's something that you know Brett Underwood discussed uh, on Saturday uh, before the game was like. No one knows um, if Kofi has played his last game at State Farm Center yet. I mean, he could come back not for just one more year, but for two if he really wanted to. Um, but in case it was going to be his last game, you know, Underwood said you know, that they wanted to make sure that he was honored in front of a a huge appreciative crowd. Um cuz I mean they did the same for IO last year. I mean he went through senior night as a junior like Kofi. But I mean there was nobody there. Um so I mean IO got his moment, you know, this year when they came back and you know, put his jersey in the rafters. But you know, uh there's some time for Kofi to make a decision and he's got to figure out where he stands when it comes to maybe pursuing that uh professional career, I mean, he can go play somewhere and get paid next year. That, that's not the question. It's the question of will an NBA team be interested enough? And, you know, that's what the the spring and summer is, and early summer is for. And, you know, we'll have a decision on that, you know, in a few months. But for now, you know, he got you know, his you know, maybe one last, maybe not moment at State Farm Center. And, you know, he got in the crowd before the game. Huge cheers for him, and then after the game, he's cutting down the nets, and they hit him with the one more year again. They should have been going two more years, like just really you know, push for it. But um, he, Kofi, yeah, he said he, that just that moment, especially after the game, you know, it was pretty special for him just to maybe understand like how much people value what he's done for this program.
0: All right, Scott Ritchie might set a News Gazette record by mentioning Kofi in what about 152 consecutive days because he's going to get award after award after award. Here's my question to you. The Big 10 awards come out tomorrow, Tuesday. Tuesday. Any way he's not player of the year. Sure.
1: I mean mm. I mean that's he has he had a great season and I submitted my ballot. I mean just I waited until after the game and then barely got it under the wire cuz I mean cutting down to that celebration post game uh took a little longer than the normal but uh, I voted for Kofi because when he when he plays like he did last night, he's truly the most dominant player. And he, what's stuck with me is like his defense has just gotten so much better. He's guarding Chris Murray or Connor McCaffrey most of the game, um, and he did a really good job. But I voted for Kofi at about ten forty last night. Tell me this, Scott Ritchie.
0: That was the deadline to submit your ten fifty nine p.m. Central Standard Time. Okay. Does the the timing of that game? Hurt his chances. Maybe. Because, I mean, I don't... I chose to wait until
1: the last game was played. Um, just because I think the the race for player of the year in the Big Ten... I mean, it's so close this year. Like, mm-hmm. you could really not go wrong if you voted for Kofi or Johnny Davis or Keegan Murray or E. J. Liddell, who somehow doesn't get, like, talked about with those three other guys as much, but, like, he's had a great season. So... You can make a very persuasive argument for in, any of those guys. but And that's why I waited because I, I wasn't sure. Um, and it wasn't just what Kofi did against Iowa last night that swayed my, my vote. But I just wanted, wanted to give him one last shot. Um, and maybe he's the Big Ten Player of the Year tomorrow. Um, I have a feeling it'll be Johnny Davis because there's so much to talk about him from outside the Big Ten, from national writers, analysts, like, this guy could be a national player of the year that it can it can persuade the vote, I think some, but
0: Kofi's I mean Kofi's got one vote at least. He's got mine for whatever that that's worth. The fandom's reaction on a high right now, but there is always Oh, they uh, I mean they'll be angry
1: tomorrow. <laughs> yes. If he's not big 10 player of the year. I uh, I guess I don't know, just prepare yourselves cuz it it's a possibility that he won't be. And it's, it's if he doesn't win it, it's not some Indictment against Kofi Coburn. It's just, I can't, I mean, just even in the time that I've covered the Big Ten, which is a small window, but I don't, I can't think of any other season where there have been so many like incredible individual seasons by players. Cause you look at Kofi, Johnny, Keegan, like that could be three of the five first team All Americans nationally. In fact, like right now, that's kind of where I'm leaning. And then maybe Ochaga Baji and Oscar Shibway to round that out, but. Yeah, it's, Kofi had a great season. So did Johnny Davis. So did Keegan Murray, and EJ Liddell and Jaden Ivey was my fifth all for my fifth first team pick and just because he's really good, but just he was on that next tier. All right, by himself.
0: Back to Sunday night, real quick, um, Scotty. What was your uh, what's the thing you'll remember besides the shoeless students running around like crazed mad men and women uh, in the post game? I think, was, I
1: think it was it was DeMonte because um, he was more, I think, his, like, real self after the game. He was laughing and you know, it was poking fun of his teammates, you know, because Trent Frazier was like, you know, I, I told myself I wasn't going to cry, but I, I did a little, uh, before the game, but I did a little bit after, and then DeMonte was just like, sort of whispers into his microphone, cry baby. <laughs> Uh, but so I mean it was, and like that's the Demonte I think that his teammates see all the time, um, and he's been you know, sort of more reserved, you know, when he's, you know, talked with us over the last five years. So I don't know that was just, I think if you like watched the video from, from post game, and I'm pretty sure it's up on Illinois YouTube. Like that's Demonte Williams.
0: It was fun. It was long. It uh, it was a long time coming, right? So now uh, we move on to more important matters: the Big Ten tournament. Uh, you like their chances, uh, Scotty? Sweeping this bad boy? What do you think? I Who's mean, the I think four seed? I haven't even studied the bracket closely enough. Who's the four seed? Rutgers?
1: Yeah, somehow I'm All not right. sure how, That's how that good, happened. Right? There. Well, then I mean, well, you yeah, got I mean, the first got Friday. Before you get to yeah, maybe. don't worry about that. Those two teams are horrible. Well, say but I mean, Illinois swept Michigan and one at Indiana in mm-hmm. the the only matchup, so not a problem.
0: Have to. I'm looking feel past a... those already, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking past Rutgers for a- that matter. Apparently, um, <laughs> so who do they get? I, I'm guessing Purdue gets their act together, and we'll see them Sunday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot that has to happen before we get to that point. Um, like a lot, a lot, but. It's, it's kind of favorable, and the fact that you know if Illinois beats either Michigan or Indiana, like Rutgers has the four. It's like the game's not in New Jersey, so that okay. bodes well for no, that's I mean, a, that's if, a if, route. I think. Well, well,
0: <laughs> I know you're a Rutgers guy, but it's a route.
1: Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, it could be,
0: could be Iowa again because
1: Iowa's the five, and they'll have to play Nebraska or Northwestern. Maybe well. Hell, it could be Nebraska at this point because I mean, they ended the year winning at Penn True. State, at Ohio State, right. at Wisconsin, um, which is sort of just wild. For apparently, all it took was just maybe the, the, the knowledge that Fred Hoiberg was going to not be fired. It was like, okay, well, we can play for this guy because he'll be here again next year. Um, but if you want to project out, I did to Sunday. So there might be Purdue.
0: Okay. I think that's what I said, Scott Ritchie. It might be, but could be Wisconsin. Yeah, Purdue's a... I happened to bump into some Purdue people over the weekend, and they're aghast. They're like, if, if, if we can't win the Big Ten this year, we might never win the Big Ten again. <laughs> True or false?
1: And these are I, Purdue fans. Yeah, there's more than a kernel of truth there. Because, I mean, this was supposed to be Purdue's year. Because they brought back... Everybody, essentially from from last year's team that was really good, and then yeah, obviously flamed out in the NCAA tournament, like most of the Big Ten. Um, but yeah, I mean they wound up the three seed. How was a team that was like supposed to be this this good like not even really? I mean, they, I guess they had a very very slim chance, maybe. When the week started, but you know they lost that when they they lost to Wisconsin. Um, but a third game between Illinois and Purdue on a neutral neutral ish. It's obviously closer to West Lafayette. It's interesting, but you know Ohio State as the six is kind of kind of intriguing, especially if they can get healthy. I mean that you know between you know Zed Key, Cal Young. Haven't played. I think the last two games. So, I mean, that's maybe a a spoiler there in the towards the middle of the of the of the bracket.
0: Should be a fun time. Uh, I would guess Illinois might just dominate the fan situation. I know Purdue's maybe a a short drive. uh, Or how are Indiana fans
1: feeling about things? Are they going to show up
0: and boo? (laughs) One more chance to get mad because that's what Indiana fans do. Purdue fans are a little less violent. Maybe. Well, they've had a little more
1: to be happy about okay. than Indiana over the last yeah, I don't know, five
0: years or In so. In a strange twist, I say Illinois has the uh, home court advantage, regardless. Yeah, maybe. Okay. I mean. I got great news here uh, during the podcast. I've been invited to serve beer once again for the Muhammad Lions at the Muhammad Music Fest after a one-year hiatus. It was a it's a big thing for me, Scott Ritchie. I mean, I didn't see out, maybe I, I didn't see out there last August. I was wondering where you were. I was not invited. Mm-hmm. I, I raised a ruckus at the uh, Chamber of Commerce meeting, and they acted. Maybe I'll bring Scott Ritchie to celebrate uh, what could be a long tournament run. What's most important here, Scott, in the grand scheme of things: Big Ten regular season championship, Big Ten tournament championship, or nothing short of the Final Four. I think in order,
1: Final Four, Big Ten regular season championship, Big Ten tournament title. Okay. What happens in Indiana, Indianapolis this week? I mean, if they win again, I mean, that that's great. I mean, it's back-to-back. But they got one last year. I think not falling flat in the NCAA tournament after just a huge disappointment last season. I mean, as a team with, I would assume, Kofi Coburn and the best version of Andre Bello, and Trent Frazier and, like, lost in the second round. So, I think making a run in the NCAA tournament is, like, very much the biggest thing. Um, and then... The regular season title, like when it was looking like it wasn't going to happen over the last week or two, I don't know. Like they tried to, they kind of downplayed it a little bit. They, you know, the focus was on March and you know the NCAA tournament, but it was like I think it showed last night how much that really did matter to them. So that's that's kind of a one B to the NCAA tournament, and then Big Ten tournament title. I mean. It is what it is. It would be nice, I suppose, but I don't think it has that level. Because
0: they got one. They, they did it last year. All right, be sure to follow Richie on Twitter. Uh, he does a little Snapchat work. Uh, follow our Instagram account. It's, uh, it's good stuff. from Robin Scholes again. Um, who kind of has to split duties. We've got the high school basketball championships in town this week, Scotty. Anybody uh, assuming they win tonight that we should uh, keep our eye on uh, this weekend in well, There's some players. There's. Uh, I mean, a
1: couple of guys that were in town last night for the game, unfortunately, won't be coming back this right. week. You know, Ty Rogers, uh, uh the Saint Rita guys, Mraz Johnson, James Brown. Um, kind of a a long shot, uh, if if you will, in four A. You know, got. Uh, um, I don't know if it's a long shot, or if anyone will beat Glenbard West, but Kenwood's still alive so you get their names Davis Lowry uh, Bryce Hurd that group Um, playing Whitney Young today it could be an interesting game Um, but yeah kind of the Illinois targets all kind of had a rough sectional round Um, Lamont is still active again maybe a long shot they gotta play Simeon but no just Indusaitis uh who is a, oh gosh, is he a sophomore? Yeah, Um, sophomore guard for Lamont. He's still alive, so maybe could have a few Illinois targets in, but uh, I think.
0: All right, so let's pay attention to Indianapolis is what you're saying. Don't Uh, worry about it. It's a neat event. Good to see the uh, the games back in town, but there are some bigger games, bigger fish to fry.
1: Yeah, well, like I should say moved the state tournament so it wouldn't bump up against the first round of the NCAA tournament, and then now it's up against the Big Ten tournament with Illinois as the number one seed. So uh, it can't win,
0: essentially. We have a special section in Thursday's print editions. Here's what we're doing for uh, this week's editions. If you get your hands on them, I would uh, highly encourage you to do that. Tuesday we'll have a six-page wrap of last night's game. We don't have a print edition on Mondays, of course. This will be solely uh, concentrated on the big night. Wednesday, we'll have a Big Ten celebration uh, section. Um, Scott doesn't have to do anything more. He will write what he normally does. We'll just package it neat. Uh, kinda, maybe kind of take a look ahead of Indianapolis. Uh, so then we'll kick off our coverage from Indianapolis later in the week. Hopefully um, ends with another championship. So follow along. It's great stuff from a uh, great beat writer. What else, Scott Riddish? Uh, how about your power pole? Where were at? Well, uh, how about
1: this, Kofi? Number one, okay. It's I'm going to name it the Kofi Coburn Memorial Number One spot because he's had it every I think every every game that or every Monday where he's played the week before, he's had it. Uh, number two, Coleman Hawkins. Mm. Huge mm. rise for the soft jump, but for a very good reason. Like he had nine points, eleven rebounds, two blocks, two assists and then maybe most importantly like I get Keegan Murray scored 22 points it was on 22 shots like that is not efficient and Coleman gave him trouble and when Coleman would be out briefly cuz he played 37 of the the 40 minutes like and Keegan had a, a shorter defender maybe without the length that Coleman Hawkins has he kind of showed why he's one of the best players in the country and Coleman you know, really gave him a lot of issues um, number three, uh, Alfonso Plummer.
0: There I agree go. with you. Power poll. That's great.
1: The other poll, AP poll, yeah, came out uh just before the podcast, of okay. course. Like every Monday. Illinois is at number
0: sixteen, so climbed four spots. But tell me tell me Wisconsin is above sixteen. Like higher, seventeen, eighteen.
1: Wisconsin's twelve. Oh, that's crazy. And Purdue was nine, well tied for nine because with Tennessee, the disrespect continues, Scott. Ritchie. Well, I, I, I had, I think I had, the three Big Ten teams like all together, but Purdue was I had to have Illinois because they beat them twice,
0: and mm-hmm. and they almost they almost finished uh, close to them in the Big Ten race. I saw the big celebration over the weekend then when they eked past an or, uh, awful Indiana team. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. They didn't celebrate because they didn't win the Big Ten. Scott Reggie, what are you thinking? I'm thinking that Purdue beat Illinois twice, and they beat, you pay, and they beat them twice. Would you put Cincinnati in the top ten then? Is that how you're thinking about that? They only beat Illinois once. And also, the,
1: I'm not <laughs> sure they beat anybody else the rest of the year. They're not a great season. Um, you put
0: Maryland in your top 15. They beat Illinois. Heck, once. Um, but I had Illinois head of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell. <laughs> that's.
1: All right, that's it. I mean, Purdue did win. Rallying like the Illini. Like. Purdue did win 25 games. Yeah, two I mean, of yeah. those against Illinois. Right.
0: And underachieved horribly. Yeah.
1: I mean, they're not. In, I had them, I think. What was it? I suppose I should, like, I have this right here. I can just look. Purdue 11, Illinois 12, Wisconsin 13.
0: Iowa 23. Okay. I was impressed with Iowa. Again. And
1: Iowa wound up 24th. I mean, they, Did they? they, they didn't move. Okay. Which, I mean, I that's agree with you. Fine.
0: Man. Where are we at seeding wise, uh, Scott Ritchie, and how much of a difference will uh, this weekend make?
1: Now, here's where maybe the, the Big Ten tournament does have some meaning, a little more meaning. Um, if Illinois wins it. I think they can maybe get a 2. Okay. Maybe. I think they'd be on sort of the
0: 2-3 kind of bubble-ish. Um, What's the difference between this year and last year? They're just more good teams? Yeah, and I mean, Illinois
1: has eight losses. I mean, okay. Yeah.
0: Right. And there are more they teams. Won five last year, did they, going into the... I don't remember. Anyway, That's it a, feels as if they're as good this year, but yeah, but there are. I mean, there's. I mean, you look at it like
1: the ones right now are Gonzaga, Baylor, Arizona, and Kansas is maybe holding on to it. Maybe Auburn can get it, um, but then you got Kentucky, Tennessee, Villanova. I mean, Wisconsin may or may not be in the mix. I don't know. They're. When it's based on results, obviously, like those metrics, like Wisconsin in a pretty good spot. When it's based on everything else, sort of the advanced analytics, predictive metrics, uh, all those close wins that Wisconsin has, they don't mean quite as much. So, I mean, I think Illinois can be pretty solid as a three. I have a feeling that might be where they wind up as a three. That's right.
0: Right. Uh, again, your Big Ten ballot has been submitted. Uh, where do you think the other Alina? You got Kofi first team, regardless of uh, Player of the Year status. Yep. What else? Uh, where's uh, Trent Frazier going to wind up? Where's Plummer? What do you think? I'm not sure. Like,
1: when all of the ballots are tabulated, where like those two will wind up? Because like, will Plummer get more like get higher votes, like second team votes, because he can score, or does Trent get them because his overall game? Is much better, so that's what I kind of went with. I got Trent on second team based on his combination of pretty good you know, offensive numbers, um, career high in assists, um, decently efficient. But then his defense, I don't. I just maybe I've been watching that more over the last couple of weeks. But and again, it's not like huge steals numbers or whatever. Or but. He is a pest on defense, and, and guys just do not play very well against him. Like They can be having a great season, and then they go up against Trent Frazier, and it's like, oh, man, like what happened to them? So I think that made that made a difference for me. And then I had Palmer on third team.
0: All right, again, comes out uh, tomorrow noon or 11 or online, um, one of those two.
1: Well, I think it's maybe noon Eastern.
0: Okay. Stay tuned to newsgazette.com, linehq.com Richie will use his uh, Good Morning Illini Nation to map it out tomorrow morning. Maybe uh, tell you what's going to come down the pike. Rat. Last question for you, Brad Underwood. Uh, doing things that very few coaches in Illinois history have done. What's next for him? Is there an extension? Is there a reward? Is there a job offer from somebody bigger? Well, is Bill Self going to leave Kansas?
1: I mean, I, I, I like it. Would that would be the one I'd be. Concerned about if I was an. It fan. can't happen again, can it? I've, it's a Kansas guy. I mean, I know he went to K State, but that jo- that job's not as good as unless he just was feeling very nostalgic for Manhattan, the little apple. That that job's not as good as Illinois. Um, Kansas job.
0: Why do you do that to me, Scott? It is. Why do you end the podcast but, like, on that? Like, note? Well,
1: because you asked if a big job offer was going <laughs> to be there. It was like. When Bill self leaves Kansas, it's not that he's going to, and yeah, uh, right. like now, but it's you know, just something to be uh, keep an eye on, but I think you know I guess winning back to title I'm sure he there's a bonus involved with that um I would imagine I mean he just got extensions in back to back off seasons probably gets another one, and they retool some part of his contract, but He's locked in for a pretty good ch- chunk of time here. Um, but just add mo- one more year to the back end and kind of tweak the the per-year salary or or maybe some of the bonuses and keep moving forward.
0: All right, favorite part of last night was when he was doing post-game radio with Brian Barthart and Deion Thomas and Ed Bond. He said, hey, I'll be right back. Went up, cut down the net celebrated, waved it like a wild banshee and then came back on radio and finished the interview. What other coach does that? Not many, I'm thinking. Well oh, yeah well the I mean
1: as soon as the court was stormed, like that was just sort of chaos. I mean and like they kept asking the fans to like move back from the center of the court or like move back to their seats. That was never gonna happen. Um so eventually it was just like please just like give them a little room in the middle to so all the players can get
0: together and and celebrate, but it was a wild, wild evening. All right, maybe you got a couple more coming. We'll see. Scott Ritchie, keep up the great work. We'll uh, check in with you next Monday when uh, maybe you're just getting back from Indianapolis. We'll see. Talk uh, NCAA tournament. Can you believe that? We'll be doing that next Monday already. All right, we'll see you then.